Welcome to a brand new episode of the Lone Cult Mafia podcast. It is I, the one, the only, the Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman himself. Also, this show's main host and frontman. This episode marks the end to our road to for State Comic Con 2023. So stay tuned to not just this show, audio aspects of the show for our possible coverage of the event, but stay tuned to our YouTube channel for all the visual content that we'll be releasing in regards to that. So if you don't know what our links to to all that are, well, if you found us on either Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, stay tuned to your favorite outlet for that. Or if you want to find our or hear our past content, in regards to the past four state Comic Cons that happened over the past many years, uh, over five years, feel free to go to uh, our website, which is thelongcoatmafia.podbean.com, and find out that way. Uh, it's all there for everyone to enjoy. Plus, you, if you are on a Android or an iOS device, download the Podbean app and find us there. As for the visuals and the videos, just find us on YouTube. All the links are down on down below. If you came through uh, social media, there should be a link tree uh, link for you to use to find our audio content and our uh, YouTube channel. Now back to everything. Since this is part of our ongoing, it's not a reboot. It's a repost series. Uh, me and Sasha kind of. Uh, talk about Netflix, Four State, and a lot. And uh, if there are any updates, I'll let you know at the end of the show. And as stated in our last episode featuring Kenny, um, I stated that there's going to be a occasion where a lot of what I say at the start of the show or towards the end of the show might seem like a stock insert. Insert from us here at the Long Coat Mafia podcast. And last episode was kind of like that. And this episode might be the same. It's to help speed things up in regards to editing. And what sometimes I get home exhausted. Eh, either way. But you're not here for me talking about my personal life. You're here for the repost slash reboot. So let's get into it. Cue that intro music. Shock and Terror, with Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in Sasha After Dark, the Podcast of Darkness, Reboot. Lumser, I'm bored. What plaything do you have to offer me today? A little something from the SK system again, madame. It is known as, what the locals seem to say, a fan theory from one of their most recent films. Mm. It The movie is titled Day Shift, 
It is stars Jimmy Fox and in a smaller role, Snoop Dogg. Is that the vampire film? Yes. Okay. You can lose the mask and we can talk about this well, normally. Ooh. Basically basically it has um first and foremost it has a uh touch of RIPD. Okay. Uh, a touch of blade and uh a touch i think like one uh maybe a little bit of a, um john wick to it okay uh it's a decent mix but that's not what, what it's we're a vampire film it's, isn't it? it yeah it's mostly a vampire film and i want to say the the fan it's my fan, fan theory so take it as you will and it surrounds snoop dogg okay but Oh, wait, we're talking about the one that was recently on Netflix. Right. Okay, for some reason, I was thinking of the one where I can't remember the name of the actor, but the cure to vampireism involves you crashing your car and flying out the windshield. And that was a weird movie. There's also movies called Night Shift and Day Shift. Okay. Um, and it comes out of Russia. I think that's what it is. Or the U Ukraine area, that, uh, that block of europe i think but this, this is, is american but i i don't know what it was called exactly but it was weird because they cured vampirism by purposely crashing their car and going out through the windshield and i'm like yeah that's a hell of a way to wake up from being immortal <laughs> but this is the netflix one with jamie okay. fox and snoop Dogg. all right uh for those of you who haven't seen it spoilers um i'm not gonna really spoil anything but um Throughout the whole movie, you hear um, Jamie Foxx pay reference to this mythical vampire called El Jefe. Okay. Um, you never see the, this person, and everybody seems to dismiss El Jefe as a myth, as a, you know, no one's seen the, the guy, no one's, you know, no one knows who he is. It's a myth. It's a vampire does this, myth. Does this involve a, a person by the name of Pablo, by chance? And... Uh... A certain associate that he has that's missing a hand. No, it had it. Oh, I want to say it. My theory involves more so Snoop Dogg, but it's one of those things that could go either way. Okay. But again, to the folks at home, spoil it a little bit. It involves vampires being able to roam around during the day, and Jamie Foxx character is kind of. Not just hunting vampires, but trying to solve that that case. Hmm. And my theory again involves Snoop Dogg. Right. All the evidence points to you get the kind of hint that he's like everybody else, mm -hmm. that he's human. He's just that he's been doing this for a while. He's got a reputation. Um, hence the whole aspect of John Wick. That here's uh and Snoop Dogg's character is known as big, simply as either the Black Cowboy or Big J, Big John. And he, um, because his character's uh, probably been doing this for so long, he has a lot of respect and pull in what's known as the Hunters Union. Mm -hmm. So towards the end, at, I'll say this. To kind of spoil it and not spoil it, Snoop Dogg's character doesn't die. Gets bit and sacrifices himself. We see him get bit, mm -hmm. 
And Jamie Foxx's character is like, oh, you're, you've been, no, just go. Focus on your family. Go, go, go. Just do what you need to do. And Jamie, um, Big J, Snoop Dogg, sacrifices himself. You don't really see him die. You just see uh, him let loose a uh, UV bomb. You see the light go off. And after everything is said and done, all you see is a pile of ash. Jamie Foxx's character pick up Big J's cowboy hat. And give it to his partner. But you don't really, again, see a body. All you see is piles of ash. But as soon as everything's said and done, and right before the credits roll, out of a manhole cover comes Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. And his line is, the one thing I love about L.A. is all about is all the vampires. Now, here's where that theory kicks in. It is possible that one, Snoop Dogg's character, Big J, Big John, is El Jefe. And he just doesn't like the other vampires that are in town. And he, what better way to get rid of them than join the Hunters Union that kills vampires? And because his character is probably this mythical and a vampire that's so old. He might have become immune, or he's like Blade, or he's like uh, Vampire Hunter D, for those who know anime, that he's able to walk during the day, and he's immune to the daylight. So could the other vampires, but they were using sunscreen. Right. So either way, you don't really know that. It's led up to the air. Or here's the other aspect to that fan theory. The character is Snoop Dogg. Well, here's the other thing. Now, hear it up. What is the main enemy other than humans to, or the main nemesis other than humans to vampires? Werewolves. Werewolves. What if Snoop Dogg is not just, what if he's immune to the vampire bite because he's a werewolf? Which is also befitting for um, the actor name as Snoop Dogg. Or, because obviously you don't see too many other black vampires running around in that film. Right. African, and what did also, also Afri- um, African-American folks have high melanin in their skin, which is able to protect them from the sun. Right. So uh, again, that supports the case that he could be a vampire as well. Even though you don't see him have fangs, they also mean he could also in the movie, it says that the, a vampire cannot, survive without their fangs mate but in today's age with being able to with blood banks and so forth and so on what if he he does it a different way through like drinking a gut from a cup or something like that he doesn't partake in biting a neck and he just lives that higher lifestyle or you could have different plus, types of vampires you can go anyway with right. that storyline but yeah. and plus snoop dog uh many in the 90s played a vampire too mm-hmm. i forgot what the name of the movie was it wasn't a vampire but he played a vampire if you're thinking of bones it's not bones because bones is not a vampire he's more of a ghost but i thought he, he was a vampire no he's a ghost but he's uh, a gangster that was killed and because he was so upset that he was killed and knived by the people that he was trusted when these kids that happened to be related to the same people that killed him come into the building. 
he's revived and starts knocking off the kids to get at the adults that screwed him over. Until he well, found out he... That, that his wife Pam Greer was involved, which was a big thing for him because he's like, "Ooh, I get to schmooze up with Pam Greer," you know. But either way, I don't want to say it's an interesting theory. I'd be like, uh, folks at home, depending on where you watch this, leave your theory or your thoughts if you've seen the, the movie in the comments section down below. So, with that note, Madame, or should I go? Madame, shall we start the show? Yes, indeed. So dramatic pause, because that's where we will insert our intro. And then, of course... Dramatic pause! As you all may know, I am Miss Sasha Constantine Monroe, a.k.a. Sasha the Princess of Darkness. It is After Dark, as you can see. So you are listening to Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness. With me, of course, is my co-host, the Martinsburg Madman, Madman himself, Christopher Lumser. I'm gonna, gonna need and a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> a minute. Uh, if things get um, uh, when things get warmer, uh, I'll have to test the waters outside in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if we can. I know you. I'm poking the screen. Yeah, I can mute things. Cool. Um, I might bring instead of as you folks at home have been aware that are watching this on some sort of various platform. I have weird computer issues, um, but tonight I'm using my phone, and therefore, when weather permits, I will sit outside. I'll have flames flickering in the background, and uh, it should the quality of the photo uh, video should be equivalent of how you see Sasha tonight. So, um, hopefully, things work out. Uh, you'll have a bigger view of my mug. And just that I might have to mute the uh, microphone every now and again because I am sitting outside and it is within very loud earshot of trains. So, goody, goody, gumdrops. Remind me of work. Um, so, one of the things I want to touch on today, because we're going to touch on it a little bit later, is uh, Comic Cons. Um, if you don't know, um, I'm not being there in an official capacity, but I will be at, of course, the uh, Four State Comic Con this weekend coming up here in uh, Hagerstown, Maryland. Um, that's on Saturday, the 29th and the 30th, respectively, for Sunday. Um, they open up at 11 a.m. I think it's 11 to 10 or something like that both days. I'm not. I, think it, I thought it was like 11 to 6 or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And they've got a couple guests. Um, I think it's what's his name, Nico Hughes. Yeah, he's. I think he's been a member of. He's a constant. How do I put this? He's a con regular. <laughs> so uh, the one person, uh, you know, I to gear up. I'm going to be there repping um, the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Uh, well, I'd be there as official capacity, so let me get a little bit closer to the camera. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, however, yes. if you see either of us there, you can definitely hit us up. Um, I'll have some stuff on my podcast. Uh, Chris will have some stuff from his podcast, of course, and I'll have stickers. 
I might have some stickers. I might have my uh, dice bags with me. Whatever I have left, I, I'll have some stuff. Um, yeah, I know you're going to be there Sunday. I'm going to be Sunday. there Saturday and Sunday. So we went ahead and just so, got the weekend pass. Um, so, but anyways, the reason why I preluded into this, this past weekend, um, Chambersburg, downtown Chambersburg, mm -hmm. which I reside. Chambersburg haunts me and I haunt it. Um ironically speaking um but my kid was over this weekend uh they wanted to go down to the fan fest that happens every year it used to be geek fest prior to that it used to be geek pride fest and then certain people threw a fit about calling it geek pride fest which i just had to roll my eyes at i'm like nobody owns the word pride um, you could but, be um again Sasha knows in regards to me. So if some of you out there want to cancel me, fine, try to. I don't give a rat's ass. Um, but pride, as Sasha said, no one owns that. You could be, you could have pride in being a geek. You could have pride in being a nerd. Um, but, you know, just that uh, the most popular thing is uh, the LGBT. Plus, you know, aspect of things and the coalition um, of progress, unfortunately, in town, ironically named coalition of progress, is the one who prevents them from using the phrase pride for their geek weekend, which I think is kind of wrong because they could have co opted the event to promote their event, even though their event sucks because it's kind of hostily taken over from me. But you know, I'm not bitter or anything, <laughs> and, uh, because the, uh, we tend to get uh. For those of you who are familiar with uh, my show, and uh, obviously it's a norm here on Sasha's show, uh, we get derailed. Um, last year, Martinsburg had their first Pride event. Oh, my. Uh, I didn't really see, uh, because it fell on the same day as the library's Comic-Con, mm. and they held everything inside instead of outside. Uh, I didn't have any privy to what the pride event was, but I do have a video on um, me kind of wandering to the event, uh, the Comic-Con, and through everybody setting up, I do have, you know, like, oh, look at these vendors here, and hi, how you doing? Give me your name. My usual aspect, you know, you know how I am. Yeah. You know, tell me what, you know, tell you, it's like, oh, uh, you, you know, and all that, but some people came in, some people uh, came in from the event, some people aren't and um it was very interesting it it's for me not a member of that community it's a, a learning experience so uh i will say this i have i am grateful that i have sasha to fall back on in regards to helping me th dredge through the I don't want to say trouble and but the difficult waters for someone on my side of the fence um sexually in regards to certain things then you know and on that note uh, she sasha also knows where i work we had a uh, a mem uh it was a date night it wasn't like sasha and her boyfriend it was two two guys on a date night the, i think mm -hmm. they might have mentioned that they were married i'm like okay cool one, and one of the things I do is if it's a traditional, I'll say traditional couple, I'll ask if it's a date night. And if they say yes, I say, okay, wingman rules apply. And, you know, it's like, and sometimes I get a look and I'll say, it's mainly from the 
the gals and I say, well, it means I'll be judging in your favor. So in essence, she can cheat, you you can't. And it's a way to play to things. And when they said it was a date night, I went, okay, please. And I was like, I, I if I'm stepping on in tones and I'm being offensive, please let me know. No, I apologize. But, you know, I, not to you. This is what I said to him. I was like, I'm more accustomed to traditional couples. How do I wing this? How do I do this? And he's like, they're like, why? I was like, normally I go for wingman rules, but how, please, how do I, uh, I'm confused. I'm confused. So I'm going to try to weigh things down the middle. <laughs> so it's like. Tops and bottoms. Pick one. <laughs> Somebody's got to be a top. And they smiled and left. They understood that I'm trying to be, uh, they smiled and understood that I'm trying to be at least be progressive and wanting to make their night more enjoyable without being offensive. And they, they were very happy for that. And so it, it's a learning experience. Again, I'm thanking Sasha for at least, I don't want to say holding my hand, but at least helping me through or giving me a slight edge in certain matters of the rainbow community. So you think back me, to me, I'd be like, uh, so you guys top bottom or switch? <laughs> you know, they said, oh, I'm the top. Okay, we'll, we'll take your other partner's side here when it comes to rule. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go too far. You know, it's like, I don't want to tread lightly. Uh, so I don't, in a sense, I don't have that card on me, Sasha, that might give me you out rank. Certified but, uh, ally is... <laughs> Oh, you're going to – I got to tell you this. Uh, don't pull a low on me. Um, basically, uh, a couple of friends of mine down in Florida, a couple of guys I know, um, he created uh, a get-out-of-jail-free card for – he's like, I am so, – hi, my name is – this card is from my name is Low. I am this person's certified – black friend and it's a punch card okay oh, <laughs> he's like and it's like every time he's like yeah i got a black friend here just check it off and he's like every time it's full you get a new one it was just some joke things like don't tell me i'm going to get a punch card from sasha that every time i screw up i have to turn it into the person i'm dealing with get it checked off and when there's 10 i got to turn it into sasha <laughs> i'm gonna help the so, little, like clockwork orange machine and re-educate you <laughs> <laughs> right, but anyway, I don't know what you make me watch. You know, just eyes pried open. It'll probably be House of the Dead. That's that's punishment enough. On repeat, nonstop, not the comedic version. <laughs> Wait, but maybe I can tolerate House of the Dead. What's the? How is that an issue? It's a horrible <laughs> movie. It's bad. But you're talking to somebody that loves horrible movies. But this is. Like there's bad movies that you can enjoy. House of the Dead is is just, it's me. <laughs> watch it. Just 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 seriously watch it. You'll, I you'll have see it in talking. my voodoo library. <laughs> oh, you poor poor man. When's the last time you watched it? <laughs> Two months ago. <laughs> oh, it's awful. I, I I would rather watch the sequel. I think the sequel's better. And yes, I mean the first sequel because technically there's. But Three of them. Uh, let's try to. Uh, hate to be the one to rein things in, but try to back to four state okay. and gear so up to four anyways, state. Anyways, back to Fan Fest. So we go downtown, and 
typically in past years when Nirvana was still there. Thankfully, they're long gone. I know I'm an asshole. I said thankfully. But thankfully, they're long since gone because, of course, they ran their business in, to the ground. And anybody who tried to do anything in there, if it wasn't about profit, they weren't interested. Um, but the, the Fan Fest continues through other sponsors and other guests and other businesses downtown. Because I guess downtown realized, oh, wait, a Comic-Con does have a draw to it. Oh, look, Wayne's Bar is doing it. But the thing was, is, is that they were trying hard to have basically like a backup place or a backup venue they could turn to to have it indoors in case of rain. Yeah, that kind of fell through. They're aiming to try to do something like that last year. But the reason Willow wanted to go was because they had did a Last of Us Part Two cosplay as Ellie. And epic cosplay. It's, it's going to be at Four State because they're working as one of the people helping with the con. Um, so be able to see it there. But there was supposed to be uh, like a contest with a $100 cash prize and a bunch of things. But they had to postpone that until July. And I'm like, hey, you have time to add to the cosplay and make it so much better. I said, so don't sweat it. We'll figure out what event they're doing it in July and make sure we're there. Um, but they had pushed the date back earlier in the day, like the time back earlier in the day. Um, it was supposed to start at noon, but the day, the evening before the convention, they switched it to 10 a.m. I'm guessing a lot of people didn't get that memo. I did. We rolled in at 10 I was kind of disappointed because at first I didn't see many vendors, but then the other vendors were setting up and they had pretty much like that whole section of the park where the water and stuff is and that whole parking lot just loaded with vendors. And they're like, well, next year we've already got like three or four times the vendors. And they, I was even approached by some of the people that were running it and was like, well, Sasha, we were trying to get a hold of you. And I'm like, you guys should know my email. I, I'm pretty infamous in the downtown area. I'm that loudmouth trans girl. Everybody likes to make disappear. I said, I'm not too hard to find. Um, but uh, they were like, yeah, we wanted more of the horror element like represented. And I'm like, hey, October's coming up. We could do something horror related in October. I said, maybe not this year because you want at least a good six, seven months to set something up, if not a whole entire year. That way you can get guests and everything else. I was like, get at me after you guys are done with this event. And we'll talk about something, hopefully not for this Halloween, but next Halloween. And so, knocking a wood, hoping that happens. Seeing if I can't use some of my contacts to get some other horror-related people involved and some of the local film groups I know. So, that could be interesting. So excited. But it was a nice mini-con up until it started to rain. Um, we were there at 10 a.m. I think everything was kind of shut down by 2 p.m., um but, but still 10 to 2 is a, a decent time frame but it was nice because again i was there in unofficial capacity and uh, apparently i guess between only fans and youtube and my normal reputation because a lot of people come up to me and were talking to me and conversing with me and they're like wow you're not what i expected and i'm like good i'm glad to disappoint um but yeah, it was really interesting because even Willow was like, wow, a lot of people in town seem to know you. I said, that's not always a good thing. You know, they, I said, there's a thing as fame and there's a thing as infamy. And I said, I have more infamy than I do fame, but I'm hoping one day. I probably have a lot of infamy in the, my downtown area too, because 
of how I view things and, you know, my thoughts on some of the things, how they're run in the downtown area. Well, it kind of goes and back that, into the whole pride thing with me because, like, the reason why I was hostily taken over because, heaven forbid, a loud, angry trans woman runs pride in town. And it's kind of like, wait, loud, angry trans women were the ones who threw rocks and bricks during Stonewall. Oh, yeah, but you guys erased them from history, too. Totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's life. But it was nice yeah. to go to a mini con, even though it was like for four hours. And even though there were some odd people out toward the square, I thought the food trucks were going to be there. Food trucks were only scheduled for Sunday. I don't know why they didn't do Saturday and Sunday, because to me, it's like, I don't want to go to a food truck thing on Sunday in downtown Chambersburg. It's kind of like you got the churches let now. You're going to have all the oddballs out there. I'm, I'm good. I'd rather have it on Saturday. That way I can get something good to eat, and maybe grab a pint somewhere. But no, it was funny because uh, Willow and I were running for shelter. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, where can you go where we can go and find shelter until we can catch a ride back to the house and not get completely drenched? And so we wound up over at Gear House. And it shocks me. My kid knows more of the people who work there than I do. <laughs> He's like, I'm in here a good bit. They make good food. They serve me a soda. They keep an eye on me. I said, groovy. I said, they might change their mind now that they know you're my kid. <laughs> uh, I'm sure the usual band of idiots, uh, I mean that lovingly at, uh, to each and every one of them, are going to be at Forest State. Um, some people are Hopefully, I can get an interview or two. I'll be, like I said, I'm there, like you, officially yet unofficially. Um, I'll probably do my usual Reddit. Uh, I just got to get in touch with the person I want to get to uh, my way up there. Um, because I have two options. One one option is uh, she might not be there, going to be there all day. So, And I want to be there all day. Yeah, because I want to make sure I get everything, hang out with everybody. If I get tired, I could easily hang out in the food court. But the other two people and child that I have a chance to go with, it could be all day because the missus is a social butterfly. And uh, <laughs> I'll be like, cool, I could be here all day. Is this so, Big C? Yeah, Big C. Okay, His missus is a bit, very big uh, social butterfly, so uh, I could do that. Um, not to mention I could see I could probably get one interview in regards to somebody but I'll have to see how um, I can make things is going to be down there and he's got that new short coming out that Bobo clown. yeah that clown yeah. Kind of thing. I could probably get something with him talk to him um, in fact I might do some you know like I said I'll bring my uh, tripod with me I might do just do some uh videos that way instead of gunning for a panel do a whole mess of videos strip the audio and post it kind of in between what with what i do with you post the audio up that way and post the videos up on youtube and who knows who knows Man, um best thing i can tell you if you're looking for me i won't be hard to find i'll be wearing uh, the official princess of darkness uniform um blood splattered carrying uh nocturne nostromo aka or roughly translated the book of the dead 
um, and a puzzle box of a certain variety and my machete and my shotgun sling. <laughs> Is there going to be a repeat of, uh, when was it, 2019 or 2018? How so? The whole, uh, the whole meme photo that we Oh, we can do that. I started... Uh, uh, I'm going to be blood soaked. I, I just don't know how well that's going to play. <laughs> what? You just hand me the puzzle block on here. Hold this. <laughs> now it's going to be flicked all over the face and all over the clothes. It's going to make getting in, in and out of the movies pretty fun on that Saturday. Plus any other venues I go to that, that should be entertaining, but I'll enjoy it because it's me. So it, it, it should prove interesting that weekend. I'll try to... Uh, what's coming out this Friday? Which movie? The only thing I know of is that Big George movie's coming out. Evil Dead Rise came out this weekend, um, but I'm not able to see it until this coming weekend. Yeah, that's true. I have to see if it's still playing in the theater by me. Yep, I'm going to go Get up the theater catch it just... at the warehouse while I'm down in Hagerstown. I figure... Because the hotel check-in is like 3 p.m. And I'm like, well, that means we can go from the con to 11 to about 3. Go jump, drop off the stuff at the hotel or catch a movie beforehand and then go drop the stuff off the hotel. But for some odd reason, um, the Valley Mall Cinema and Warehouse doesn't have any dates or information aside from Big George. I guess that's their big movie for next weekend. Um but yeah, they don't have anything listed for Evil Dead Rise or any other movies yet. It's like, uh, go ahead and put that up there, guys, so I can buy my tickets, please, you know. I know, it's because uh, where I work and the theater's in the same plaza, I could easily just go to the theater, watch the movie, and just wander the work. I think and... Guardians is also out this coming weekend, too. Uh, I only probably have time to and cash to watch one of them. I'm just going to watch yeah. Evil Dead Rise. I'm not interested in seeing yeah. Guardians. That, after the last couple movies being two and a half hours, and then you had James Cameron's, you know, Way of the Where's Water. The... <laughs> way of the Water. Well, he already ripped off the Avatar name. Might as well just... I, I, second I, that's what I water. called it. It's like uh, Avatar. Uh... Way of the Water. <laughs> way of the Water. Next, we're going to learn Firebending. Or... or... We're review, uh, reviewing uh, Moana, Way of the oh, uh, Avatar, Way of the Water. That's what we're reviewing. Yeah. But um, but uh, like, yeah. So I'll be out there again, official, uno unofficial. But I think yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait till it drops on like Disney Plus or something like that, and I'll I watch it there. Think a few of us are going to head over to seven ten later in the evening on Saturday. Um. So yeah you need a libation and you want to chill with the princess of darkness blood splattered in a nightclub there's your opportunity or if you want to take down the trip uh to the martinsburg aspect this goes to the listeners or the princess of darkness herself um if she feels energetic and sober uh head on down to big timber and by the uh, it's on Monroe Street, it's right next to the Berkeley Theater, and come down and toss some axes. Happy to have you. Indeed, and it's Just a fun time. Fun, it's hell. Hopefully, and if the folks who run the building aren't blocking crap 
next week. Hopefully, we'll have our dumpster, dumpsters uh, emptied, and I'll be less cranky when somebody does the rage rooms. There you go. Sounds like a plan. Now, just this past week, um, the owners of the property, the the guy that owns the whole plaza, he's been clearing the back of the plaza. And when we had uh, our dumpster scheduled, he decided, you know what? I don't like people roaming around the back part of the built the plaza, so I'm just going to block shit off so nobody can get back there. And so, therefore, the dump trucks, the the garbage trucks couldn't get back there to get any of the dumpsters because he has both ends blocked off. Hmm. And I'm like, uh, we have rage rooms. How the hell am I supposed to clean shit up and put the shit when the trash dumpster is full? And it's like, what way to make places lose money, mister? Right. Why do your place looks like crap? Not Big Ten, Big Timber, but the plaza as a whole looks like crap. Yeah. Trying to, but still, four state. Uh, for those of you who might be listening out of state or anything like that, four state is a local show, local to the Hagerstown area, or I should say the tri state area mm-hmm. or the quad state area. Um, and it's, it's, it's a cheap con. I mean, you yeah. go like for the whole entire weekend for one person, it's 18 bucks. That's not hateful, you know. I've 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 seen, think, I've seen bigger costs than that. The thing is, I I love going. I a lot of folks say, "Don't go to the comment section." I go to the comment se- session because sometimes a fight's good, um, and that's how I got banned from a uh, local, local Minute Mart one day. Uh, <laughs> that's a story for another time. But the aspect is. Uh, the local, I guess, Chamber of Commerce or some shit like that um, started promoting Four State. And I went to the comments like, I wonder what people are saying, or is it all, hey, so-and-so, we got to go, or hey, so-and-so, you got to check this out. Uh, when somebody put up, it's like, uh, I pretty much said, I ain't going because there's too many uh, cosplayers being guests and not enough celebrity guests. Yeah, you do realize a lot of smaller events can't afford the big name folk mm-hmm. that much. And in order them to afford the bigger name folk, you have to show up. Exactly. Because the, the more people that show up, that means more money in their pocket and more money that they can invest in bigger guests. Granted, they're not going to get Jason Akles or, you know, someone like that. Or you know, and an A list celebrity, but they could probably move up from a E or D list celebrity to maybe a C or B list celebrity. So maybe we'll get some one of these years cash for Randine. Oh, no, thank <laughs> you. I'm good. I would go just to troll him. I uh, um hearing him one year at Awesome Con it, it was it was weird because he was just doing his thing because he has a tendency at least that year he had a tendency of just shouting uh Starship Trooper lines and within like 
him. It was a uh, um, another guest on that corner. Then on the other side, it was Jason Muse. So you hear Jason Muse counteracting. It was like a verbal war between the two of them. You hear, "You apes want to live forever," and over here, "Nagaduch." I'm like, oh god, this is going to be. It's like. You want to see, you want to get a lounge chair, a bag of chips, and you know a drink to watch the the crap show happen. And another part of you is like, you want to stay away as far away from that shit as possible because there's going to be some freaking drama that if you're a part of, you don't want to be a part of. Exactly. Exactly. Um. But, like, with this con, I mean, it's small. They have had, like, some, definitely some unique guests in past years. Um, they had the, the guy who played Andy Barclay once. Um, what's her name? From Pretty Woman. Uh, her brother, that one year. I think you were there for yeah. that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do not mention his name. I scrubbed his name from memory because he was a complete fucking asshole. Um, oh, I'm pretty sorry. Much, uh, what no, um, pretty much what happened is uh, that particular year that he was there, mm -hmm. he saw, I think it was for the movie, he saw the trailer for the movie, I think it was like Remnants or something like that. And he said, I want to be a part of that movie. I'll wave, you know, I'll, I'll di severely discount my fee for being a part of that. I think in the movie, he's been, was in there for like less than a minute. Less than a minute. And <laughs> less than a minute, minute. Now that particular year, I was having a tough year financially. Candy was having a tough year for financially. And both of us were vendors. Uh, pretty much. I was vending at that show. I was promoting the show that year. And we were hanging outside for a little while. We were discussing things like, yeah, we had a good year. We'll give you know, well, we were telling Matt, we were telling everybody that, hey, uh, tomorrow's if you might not be here, if we're not here, give our table to somebody else that might might need it, needs to spread out. And out comes the guy that was, you know, spearheaded the um, Remnants movie, Remnants. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, he was talking, you know, bragging that he, he got Roberts, you know, for the movie and clipped this and that. He was all hyped. And he's letting us know. I was like, dude, that's cool. That's awesome. And out comes Roberts, you know. It's like, and he calls Roberts over and says, yeah, this is, you know, uh, Martinsburg Man, Madman and Big C. And I was like, these are real good two guys. They were on a podcast. Maybe you could, you know. How would you like to do an interview with them, promote our movie, and you know, promote yourself? So, and Roberts is like, "Yeah, that's great. See me tomorrow." And I tell Big Candy, and it's like, "Listen, uh, you." We were both like in shock, like, "Dude, we're going to have a you know guaranteed interview tomorrow if we do it." It's like, "Do you want to do it?" It's like, "I'm not twisting." It was one of those things, like, "I'm not going to twist your arm to do this." If you can't do it, I know thing uh, because he was going through a rough patch. And like, I'm not going to twist your arm. I know what you know. Family man, it, it'd be something like something was going on with you and Willow, and right. I, I would I'd say concentrate on you know don't kid you know don't drag me up to you know or having a fun day out. It's going to wreak more havoc with you and Willow. 
And so he calls the missus and he hashes things out, all that. It's, she was ecstatic too. She said, no, go ahead, do it. And I'm like, all right, do it. And, you know, I'll give you uh, gas money and all that. He go, we hammered it out. Next day we go up. All I had in my pocket that day was money for groceries for the week. That's That's it. Money not to be touched. And when things died down a little bit, that's when I went to Mr. Roberts and asked him, how about that interview? And he said, uh, the interview would be great if it was, if you give me $5 for the interview. I went, what? Yeah, I want $5 for the interview. That's not what you were saying last night, man. But I want $5. I said, dude, I can't give you 5 bucks. That 5 bucks I need for groceries. And he pretty much turned to one of the four state volunteers and he was like, can you believe this guy? He won't give me five bucks because it's for grocery money. What a freaking loser. Whoa. I'm like, I good. And he was like that. I went to uh, back to Big Candy. I was like, you won't believe this shit. And I told him what happened. He was like, what? I went, exactly. I pretty much, I I felt bad for uh, Big Candy. He was like, dude, I felt like, I twisted your arm to show up today, you know, bring you all the way up here. I had you twist, uh, you, you know, we both kind of convinced the missus to have you come back up here and all this. He's like, dude, don't feel bad. And he's like, that's fucked up. And he called the missus and she was like, what? And he was like, yeah, that just happened. Because, you know, if this was something that was said, like, the night before, we were like, yeah, he's going to charge us five bucks. You know, let's not do it. Both of us are going through a rough patch. Let's call it a day. We got some great content today and just, you know, head on home, chalk it up as a win. But for the most part, that second day, we got, I think I got two more panels and I got a whole, like, another interview or two that day as well. So mm. it, was, it, it was another win. And he said, that big candy was like, don't fret it. Fuck him. You know, fuck them. You got, what, two extra interviews out of today? You got uh, two or three extra interviews out of today? You got an extra panel out of today? You got more than enough freaking content. So, you know, fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, it sucks. And it wasn't your fault. It wasn't uh, our fault. You know, everything else. Fuck them. Leave them be. And it's just that, and from what we heard later, granted, this is all hearsay, it was... You mentioned Remnants. It's like Remnants, what Remnants? Uh, we don't know anything about that movie because it now has a bad rap. It's, there's like bad blood, and it was mostly because of him. They inserted a scene because he wanted to be a part of it. So That's nuts. I'm sorry all that went down but, with me that it did. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things. Um, I think that was one of the years that... Uh, uh, What's her name was there? Uh, the original Geta was there. Uh, Tony Todd's sister. Oh, 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 I know who you mean. Yeah. Uh, I was just talking to her today. I feel like such an asshat. I can't think of her name. Uh, excuse me. She's a wonderful woman. Wonderful, wonderful woman. Great personality. Um, one of these days, I hope to God, I, I go to a con and Tony's there. I could just go up to him and go, hey, Tony, how's your sister? 
I talk with her husband more often than I do her. I yeah. Mean, you know, yeah. I know her husband goes by the nickname of Saint and he's yeah, back I, on the internet. And I yeah. saw both of them uh last Monique. year. Her and her husband last year at uh the filming for uh, Zero. And they were both a hook who getting her role. I got her rolling last year at on set because um, somebody, one of the folks was in full zombie makeup and she and her husband was like, uh, Saint was there taking photos and the person who was in zombie makeup was like, I want my photo on. And she was literally overacting like, and I'm holding, making it look like I'm holding her back. I'm like, dude, take the phone photo i'm I, I don't know if i can hold her much longer she's like a spider monkey as soon as i said that gator just lost it she was on the floor she she couldn't hold it back both of them were laughing hysterically mm. so it, it was just fun times fun she's good people you know i'll promote her the every, every time uh uh impact is on because she used to be a wrestler on there or manager, one, both. I think she was both a wrestler and a manager, kind of like how Jess, um, Jesse is Jesse L. Green, the yeah, you know, Captain Decapitate is. And so every time Impact is on, uh, it's older episodes of Impact Wrestling, I always look up and see if I could spot her, but that way I could shout to everybody, I know that bitch. She's a wonderful woman. Yeah, Monique, um, Monique is awesome. Monique Dupree, she's a wonderful woman. Um, so, again, Force State is a wonderful family. It's always great to meet folks. Um, and it's one of those things you actually see a lot of the same folks go to the same shows in and around the area sometimes. Uh, I know Dan Noakes was a part of Force State for every now and again and you go to one show or not you see dan it's like hey dan how you doing and so everybody's like on a first name basis because it's the usual band of idiots doing the same same grouping of tours every, everywhere so it's always fun it's a cheap show um with value there's loads of stuff there there are things are there things at four state that are questionable yes Yes. I'll say that. All the um, time. But that's with any um, con. It, it and it ver it varies depending on what you want to look at. Like um me getting into D D over the past few years. Um there's I think they're gonna be there again this year. Um they were selling like three D printed dice towers and I told Big Candy, it's like, see that dice tower that they're selling for 40 bucks? He's like, yeah. I don't know if they have a vendor license for that. Because a lot of uh, places that do Kickstarters or Patreons, they or sometimes when you buy the STLs through an actual vendor, major company, you can buy a vendor license that you can make it yourself and sell it yourself at a, at a show. And this particular vendor, I don't remember seeing a vendor license for that particular item. So they, it could be bootleg stuff. And it's one of those things that's a gr possible gray area. Mm -hmm. And because if they don't know, 
I can get away with it. And it's not like, oh, uh, I have this this book, and yet if you open up the book, it's a, a word-for-word copy of like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or a Stephen King novel, where it's blatant, a blatant copyright or a blatant uh, rip of a mainstream movie, like Garden of the Galaxies 3 or Evil Dead Rising is going to be on the table. That That's blatantly obvious. Uh, Four States not going to do that, but something like a book or something that's blatantly obvious, yeah, but if it's something like what I have in my hands for the folks at home, it's one of those um, cherry cookbooks, and it's the best thing. Uh, it's one of my weird things, hobbies. I collect these things. Um, but side note, because I just got distracted. Dylan on TikTok does the recipes on these type of books. He's an awesome okay. creator. Um, um, I love his contact because he always tries. I think you might have seen some of his stuff on YouTube. I put, put, shared some of his videos. Yeah. He yeah, does like a, the, yeah, a great guy. Funny guy. I love his content. Uh, I'm going to buy his book. Um, I want to buy his cookbook. But, but another topic I, we want to kind of jump in tonight. Yeah, let's get into that. Uh, let's let's touch on what's going on with Netflix, uh, Netflix of late. Now, granted, we've been hearing rumblings about this for a long while, um, but Netflix is going to finally do away with password sharing. So if you have an account that you share with somebody, that's in another. Uh, if you've got a hose in different area codes who are using your Netflix account, um, be prepared to pay six bucks per user. Additionally, on top of your regular monthly fee, uh, yeah, the Netflix is uh, current. Flip, they've been flip flopping more than a politician, and uh, that because they've been like, yes, no, maybe yes, no, maybe uh, uh no, yes, you know, no, yeah. Well, they tried here, to here, do here. this a couple years ago, and obviously there was an outpouring and outcry. But here's the thing: when it comes to the history of Netflix, Netflix started as a DVD Blu-ray service where you got stuff in the mail. Streaming only came later. Um, it was weird because they even as early as basically the PlayStation 2, there were prototype discs for both PlayStation 2 and PSP. So you could stream your Netflix movies via that disc. Um, they even had ones for the Wii. And now those discs are worth a ton of money, which I thought is kind of interesting. Um, but like streaming was something that you initially got for free with your monthly membership of no matter how many discs you put out each month. And they slowly and progressively starting to, to de decrease how many discs you could get out because they noticed they were getting a ton of viewership on streaming. Then they tried to separate the DVD from the streaming aspect. Now they're finally, as of September, telling anybody who still gets DVDs to pound stand because they're finally doing away with that completely. Um, so if you're up in Alaska or BFE where your internet sucks and you used to get the Netflix mail service where you got your discs and your Blu-rays, um, that's going the way of the dinosaur as of September. Now, again, they've threatened to do this in the past, um, but that might change. Because um, there has been a bit of so a with the oh. DVD as with the DVD. Sorry to interrupt. With the DVD aspect, 
it might be one of the few things that they kind of continue because um, or if they continue it uh, or they continue it, it's going to be in select areas, meaning you have to be in Alaska or you have to be in uh, Pig's Tail, Wyoming or something like that. Well, you know, someplace see, with that the, being the kind of vulture I am of media, I can only imagine the massive sale of DVDs and Blu-rays that they're going to be having to sell from their back catalog. Because if they're not doing it statewide anymore, um, and it's only limited to a few areas, they're going to liquidate a lot of those physical media assets. And definitely sell them. So I'm curious as to like in September, if there's suddenly going to be a site on Netflix where you can click to buy certain movies. And I'm going to be all over that because when Redbox did that with video games, you could get new video games right when they discontinued having gaming on Redbox. You could get brand new games that only came out a couple weeks before when the sale started for like five bucks. And it was crazy. Um but I'm curious about that aspect if and when it happens because they've tried to do it before because they tried to integrate a third party and then they said no and then it it's it's interesting because that's and the thing is if they do sell off a bunch of their the movies that they have the physical copies it's going to literally short the market meaning clean over what movie is this. Oh, uh, real genius. Okay. Um, I doubt this DVD copy of Real Genius is worth anything. Right. But there are copies out there of, uh, I know offhand, Dogma is one of them. Mm -hmm. You cannot find a DVD or Blu-ray copy of Dogma that's current. You cannot go online on Amazon and buy Amazon Voodoo or Apple TV and buy a digital copy of Dogma because it is the rights to it are strictly owned by the one, the only, the perverted asshole Harvey Weinstein. Mm -hmm. And he won, he's kind of doing not just jail time, but he's doing this with the rights. It's kind of like the same thing with um, Fright Night Part 2. Um, the DVD for that has gone for ridiculous prices, like $90, $100, $200, um, one of the producers with the films and who owns the rights was involved, well, was one of the victims of those uh, two killers that off their parents. But that the thing is, if Netflix, my point is, if Netflix has, let's say, uh, a thousand copies of dogma if dogma or let's again use this copy of real genius let's say this copy is worth 50 bucks and they have 10,000 copies of real genius all of a sudden that goes on the market this goes down from from goes from 50 bucks to maybe 10 bucks or two dollars because all that content all those DVDs are now on the market. But here's the thing with that. And I, I hate to, to be the shady person here, but um, Netflix's uh, return policy has always been interesting. Now, I'm not saying me personally have ever done this, 
But I am saying that there have been a few people that have kept DVDs and say that they've mailed them back because they were particularly rare titles. And they just never the, mailed them back. The ALF miniseries that kind of tied things up is one of those DVDs that if your name is on the list to get that DVD, you're not getting it because so many people have, those who have uh, rented it and Never got the DVD it. in the mail, the set in the mail, they're, they're holding on to it. They don't want to let it go because no one else, Has they can't find copies of it. So you don't know exactly what the story is or anything like that. Again, um, not saying that I have done such things, but such things occur. You're also known to uh, 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 help out Uncle Tony in a way sometimes too. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, there, there, there are ways that things can be copied and saved. But problem of it is, is people want original copies because no matter yeah. how often you reproduce a DVD, let's say or Blu-ray, it's not going to be the same quality as the disc that you had. Uh, right. But I will say, ironically, um, I did recently pick up uh, Dogma on uh, PSP UMD <laughs> but for 10 bucks. So. In regards to the whole streaming aspect is that uh, it's not just what they're not looking for is that uh, if you have, let's say, it's you and Willow in your house. Mm -hmm. you, you, Willow, and Al in the house. You might have three profiles on your TV for that. Right. One for you, one for Willow, one for Al. Netflix thinks that's fine. That three profiles, one t TV. What they're looking at is IP. Mm -hmm. And that's where a is pissing off a lot of folks, folks that know IP, meaning if the IP might change, meaning uh, when I watch Netflix on my PS4, my IP, net, when Netflix sees that, it might see it as a different IP, therefore a different account, yet it's the same account. Or if Willow watches Netflix in his room, oh, sorry, I apologize, no disrespect to Willow, in their room, right? It might show up as a completely different account. Yet Willow is watching their chosen content on their personal device. But so far, none of the other streaming services have really dug into this a whole lot. Like they'll put a cap on how many different people you can have use your profile, right? Which I think Netflix should do because. Hey, if I have, for example, a premium account with Netflix and I can have up to six users with the same whatever, then right. I should be able to let up to six people use that without an additional charge or three or four or whatever the cap is. Um, and the thing of it is, is, is with this is my opinion of it. The only reason I found out that like Netflix was going to be doing away with this is I was considering maybe getting back into doing the DVDs. Now, when I had started their DVD program, it was five uh, five at a time a month for $9.99. And of course, that was back when I was running the old copy mill where I would 
rip my copy from the original, mail it back. And then that way I was constantly getting new movies on a regular basis. Um, I just watched them at my leisure. Uh, but you can't do that anymore because even if you signed up for DVD within the last couple of years, I think the most you can have out at a time is two. And it's still like 10 or 15 bucks a month. And granted, yes, you could potentially get more a month than just those two, but it just depends on how long it takes to get back, what all movies are in your queue, what they're going to send you next. And so you may only get, let's say, four or six movies a month if you're lucky. And when it was yeah. five at a time, you could get a ton of movies all at once. I can see why they kind of cut back on it, but also you're, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. But there for a while, I was debating next I'm like, you know, Redbox does charge this amount, you know, to rent a one-off of a movie, whereas I could sign up for Netflix and Blu-ray, and then all of a sudden, like, yeah, we're going to be ending this service in September. Yeah, it's like the other no argument in regards to the, the streaming aspect is not just the possible of different IPs in the house. Is that you, I've heard reports of uh, folks um, to kind of bring things down to more of a uh, instead of upper class, but a more of a, a middle class type thing. There are folks known in this country known as snowbirds. They, they travel something. They During the summer, they live in northern states like Pennsylvania, Jersey, New York, Maine, you know, and around there. And during the winter months, they move closer south. Right. Like Florida, you know, maybe Arizona, uh, someplace that's typically warmer it's mostly the older generations that are doing this but that's where the whole aspect is like hey in my state of you know like here in west virginia it might have low fiber or um xfinity in florida you might have something completely different and netflix again sees that as hey you're sharing your password no it's my password it's my account i just live in two different states you know, during the year, I live in two different houses. You're in essence charging me for two accounts. Now you charge me an extra six bucks a month for an additional account. Yet it's the same account, same profile. It doesn't, it shouldn't matter, but it, you have a lot of, and this is where the whole flip-flop thing is coming on. It's like, oh, we won't do it here in the States. We won't, but we'll do it elsewhere. And yet exactly. people keep bringing up um, keep bringing up the whole aspect of, but in years past, Netflix has endorsed uh, password sharing. So exactly, and again, it it it's just it's a mess because like right now, I mean, Disney Plus isn't enforcing anything like this yet, nor is Hulu, which is part of Disney. HBO Max isn't doing that um and to me it's 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 just ridiculous um i mean i understand putting a user cap like you can only have this many users that are using it and then you can have like a separate pin or a separate login for each user and i think that would be a better way of handling that than just saying no extra ips and it, it, it's just going to be problematic um, but right now they've got kind a of... point where they've made many changes and have decided, hey, um, 
you know, we, we've gotten away with, let's say, 10 or 15 changes within the last 10 or 15 years because they've been around since 25 years now. Um, and most people, yeah, there's an initial dip, but most people come back from the service that we're presently offering. To kind of bring up a point with you, because the question you brought up in chat is that, you know, could it bring back DV rental stores? Right. And I, I now, would love to see that happen. I know there's been jokes and rumors of Blockbuster coming back, but I don't be think... honest. I didn't like Blockbuster's content. I was more about mom and pop content because they always had. Now, here, here's that. the thing. Granted, uh, places like mom and pop, uh, I would love to see a mom and pop shop shops come back, make a comeback. Uh, that way you'll have. Uh, companies like uh, the independent places like Slasher 15 and, you know, Darkstone Entertainment make a surgeon, you know, see local filmmakers be in rental stores. But with the whole, we kind of have it in a way. Right. Uh, uh, the Is it a brick and mortar independent mom and pop shop? No, it is Redbox. They are everywhere. They are in Walmart. They are in they're in front of Dollar Generals. They're in. Uh, but the problem uh, with Redbox, and this is one thing that I can say 100% certain, if you want to watch a classic that for some reason isn't popular right now, you aren't getting it from Redbox. Like, let's say, for example, I want to watch the original Ghostbusters. Not to say that I don't already own it on several different formats. Um, but if I wanted to, I could not go to a local red box and get the original Ghostbusters. I want to watch Casablanca. You show me a red box that has Casablanca and I'll show you that you're full of shit. Um, name any other movie that's not trending or popular right now that doesn't have a remake or a sequel to it. The likelihood of finding it at a red box is going to be slim to none. For example, like. Just a, a little bit above where you live. Is it above or below? But uh, Hancock, Maryland. Because um, when I lived in Berkeley Springs, West V, um, I would ride out to Hancock, Maryland to rent movies. There is a huge video store there. It's still mom and pop. It's still open now. Um, and they have every format you can imagine. VHS, beta, Laserdisc, DVD, Blu-ray, everything. And so if there's something weird or odd that you want to watch, chances are they have it. And if they don't, they'll have it there in two weeks. And to me, I'm like, you can't get that service from Redbox. You can't get that from Netflix. Right. You can't get that from Vudu. Because even Vudu has limitations on what titles you can get. And yeah, you can sync your YouTube with your movies anywhere and with, you know, you know voodoo movies anywhere and, yeah, and, and there's things right now that i even i i had the physical aspects of those movies but no, uh because i i have space issues it's where i can fight the aspect i understand the aspects and arguments for physical copies but with my space being so small i can also argue the aspects of digital copies and what irks the hell out of me is that, uh, and not just that, it's like the aspect, one of the ups of digital copies is that, hey, if I'm laid up in the hospital again for two weeks, I, all I have to do is, you know, if I have this on me, my tablet or my phone, 
I could just pull up Vudu and I could watch uh, a shit ton of movies, TV shows that I have on my Vudu account on Netflix or Disney Plus uh, without, you know, worry. But the downside is you have movies like Pump Up the Volume, Night of the Comet, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, going all the way down the line that oh, have that not yet made it to Amazon, haven't made it to Vudu, haven't made it to Netflix, haven't made it to Disney. Uh, Etc. The only place you can watch uh, the old school Muppet Show is on Disney Plus, though. You, there is no. Um, I think all DVDs. of Alf right now is setting on um, Shout Factory, and so is Night of the Comet. Is Shout That's Factory a, similar to uh, Voodoo, or is it similar to? It's a free streaming service. I might have to one of these days invest in a uh, uh, a Roku device because we are going to visit the store. You said it was Shout Shout, Shout Factory Shout with an explanation point. And that should be one of the apps or streaming services in one of your things. Tubi has a lot of movies. Um, Pluto TV has a lot of movies that are free. No, no, it's not on. Uh, that's the thing is that uh, Roku has a lot of apps that will have it, but the Xbox and PlayStation will not have Shout Factory. Hold on here, Xbox Shout I know, I, I just looked it up on my Xbox, and it's not there. If you can get on their web page, you can just go to um, Shout Factory TV. I, I but I would need a Roku device. I don't. I don't have a Roku TV. Oh, hold no. on. Online Shout Factory or smartphone, tablet, connected TVs via apps. Huh, that's strange. Because I, I could swear I had Shout on um, on my PlayStation at one time. I know Popcorn Flicks and stuff was on Xbox for a while. That's the thing. Popcorn was on. Uh, I remember seeing Popcorn. I remember seeing a whole mess more of uh, video stuff on both PlayStation and Xbox. And all of a sudden, when things kind of moved over to Xbox One and then on, or from PS3 to PS4, a lot of the apps did not make it for some weird reason. Mm. So, and it's just like, well, that kind of sucks, but... But yet, no, like, once you get a cheap Roku or something, like, the world is your oyster, because I can tell you now, like, I watch a heck of a lot more YouTube, uh, Vudu, um, I watch a lot of Pluto TV and Tubi. T-U-B-I. That is a great app, too. And yeah, some of them have commercials, but for a free streaming... Yeah. Um, and apparently it's not on uh, Google Play. That's weird. I'll have to send you some links later, but there are alternatives. Yeah. But to me, it's... Even some of those alternatives don't have options where you can download the movie if you know you're going to be somewhere without a steady connection. 
And that can be a problem, especially with streaming, because I know in West Virginia, at least not in the Martinsburg area, maybe. But when I lived in bumfuck Egypt, uh, West Virginia, Berkeley Springs, like the options for, you know, Internet was very limited. We had like a satellite service for Internet and just like satellite TV, it would rain. You get snow on the dish. You were fucked. You know, yeah. That that's just sad things, but uh, and the thing is, right now, if it wasn't still hard to do, and if more people would go out to do it, because uh, depending on who you listen to and who you, a lot of folks are saying, well, s- services like Disney, Hulu, Voodoo. Amazon and Netflix are a dying, starting to die now. Yes. They've seen their run back uh, in 2020, and they got they saw that and said, "Hey, we're all inside. We're all watching streaming services. Congratulations! We're all making all this money." And all of a sudden, here it is, two, three years later, and everybody's going out to to uh, do stuff. They're going back to the movies, uh, like with Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Evil Dead Rise because that was originally supposed to go to HBO Max and they were like no because based on the festival buzz they're like it's going straight to theaters you're going to have to wait before it hits HBO Max so you have more and more movies going back to theaters because people are going back to theaters and a lot of streaming services from again Disney Plus to HBO Max are kind of scrambling uh and pulling out here, what do we do? We're losing money. We're losing uh, investors are pissed. What do we do? And yeah, you you're doing this to yourselves. You bit off more than you can chew. And and they're spread the thing too thin is, because they spread themselves too thin. And it's going to be hard to for folks to go back to a video uh, rental place like in a mom and pop either in Hagerstown, Chambersburg, or you know. Hagerstown still has a Alaska. Uh, but it'd be easy to do if you had the money. You walk it's into even, a, a pawn shop, walk into a pawn shop, clear them out. And even like a local libraries these days have some videos and Blu-rays and yeah. DVDs. Um, yeah, it may not be the latest release. You might be on a wait list for something really good. Heck, I even think they do video games now in some libraries. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Martinsburg Library does uh, not just books; they do comics, manga, video game videos, both uh, Blu-ray and uh, regular DVD, and mm-hmm. they do video games. They have uh, uh, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360. I think they got rid of the like the PS3 stuff, but they have PS4. I think they have PS4 stuff, Xbox One stuff and uh switch stuff they might still have wheat but i haven't wandered that that section fully so they have a wide uh variety of stuff i know um the the one of the extra xboxes i had the black one that hdmi port fizzled out on me mm-hmm. uh i gave it to a, a friend of mine and like hey if you're able to fix it wipe the drive and it's your if you're able to fix it it's yours just wipe the drive because he um had a uh 
for the longest while has been using an old 360. Mm. And so it's an, it's an upgrade for him. And he wiped the drive. He put his account on it and he's having a blast. And so he's, because that Xbox one X, not series X folks, Xbox one X has a, uh, like you, I think yours that I yeah. gave you has a, a drive in it. He's able to wander up to the library because he's a little bit more broke than I am. And he's able to check out a DVD, uh, a game, pop it in the, his system and play it off the bat. Off the so end. he's he's ecstatic. And he has a friend that uh, he's doing the same thing that you're kind of doing with me is that his friend. But he has a bunch of games and has X uh, Game Pass that allows him to mm-hmm. mooch off that way. So he's he's having a good old time. <laughs> I haven't seen him around the usual haunts because he's been at home partaking in a lot of the uh, old, uh, not old, but the a lot of the Xbox One stuff. As a matter of fact, he I think he might be. Yeah, he's on. He's playing Assassin's Creed right now. Well, the but funny part of he's having is- a blast. And I, I know it's terrible because I, I have the Xbox you gave me. I've got the PS4, but lately I've been more on my PS3 because I've been finding games for that for like a dollar, two, three dollars ahead. And heck, I've even just recently revisited the the original Dead Space and I'm having a blast. And there was stuff I guess I must have had for it that I don't remember having. And it's still on my PlayStation account, so I was able to download it onto the PS3. And I'm like, oh, wow, got all these awesome guns and extra suits ready to go. Um, but no, it's it, it's there's something to be said about retro gaming, um, even if you're on a budget. And, Going to and speaking of retro gaming, that's my next major purchase for next month, even though it came out already for the PS4 or the PlayStation side of things. And that is the uh, Pixel Remaster bundle okay it's going to be 75 dollars. it has all uh the first six final fantasy games uh all in one bundle so it's like ah, i gotta wait two weeks gotta wait two weeks son of a bitch but um i could wait i'd rather be with family for a little while and eat cereal well Just- <laughs> maybe when we come back for you know not the next weekend obviously but um the next couple weekends, I mean, we'll be able to touch on Dead Island uh, 2, and we'll yeah. be able to touch on that. So uh, I've been playing you... Dead Island 2. Uh, I haven't, uh, because of how things are going to fall tonight, probably after this, uh, I'll be hopping on uh, my computer and working on some of the past stuff that I have to do on my end for the show. Um, and once I'm off the next two days... So between tomorrow and Tuesday and probably before I have to go to work on Wednesday uh, and the rest of the week, I'll be working on Dead Island, getting a little bit further into it. Uh, and there's a there's a lot of likes, dislikes and quirks that I could rant and rave about in regards to it. So it'll give me more time to fiddle with it. Sasha wanders off. Now I'm back. No, that's your front. All right. But uh, anyway, um, we'll go ahead and wrap up for tonight. Anything you want to plug or promote aside from our come this weekend to uh, Four State? I have new videos up on the YouTube channel. Uh, 
one of which is the opening and trying on of this mask that you have seen. And over the next week, stay tuned to our uh, my show's audio side of things where you'll hear uh, some of the archived stuff of our past episodes and conversations with Sasha, plus uh, a promo thing of with our comp before we post up the reboot thing with Kenny, there will be a retro episode that we did with Kenny a few years ago uh, as a lead in to that. So stay tuned to that. Plus I might pull something in regards to four state this year, but I don't know. I've been posting up a lot of links on our Facebook page in regards to stuff that's no longer available through iTunes, Spotify and uh, Google. Now, as my OnlyFans already know who will get to see this video first, um, you guys are the ones who always get the raw, unedited, unfiltered content, um, which is kind of my bonus to you guys. You can see all the wonderful flubs and everything before editing and just a hair extra content. Um, but if you're watching this in on YouTube some weeks down the line or whenever my lazy ass posts it to YouTube, um, keep in mind if you want fresh content, content on the regular instead of the irregular uh stuff that you get on youtube currently pop on to my only fans easy to find just search for sasha the princess of darkness i assure you it's not all porn sometimes you get a podcast sometimes you can get a cooking show um support local creators and help us escape the tyranny of the algorithm of youtube and other evil social me uh, media that's out there yeah, okay. that's right. Support local podcasters and smaller folks because we need love too. Exactly. You know, so if you can get them direct from the source, get them direct from the source. Um, a lot of us do this as a labor of love. Um, some of us, hey, it helps afford um, a nice meal every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, folks, uh, our if you want to hear all our past content and you want to hear all the stories of four state adventures, uh, you could visit uh, my show's main page, which is thelongcoatmafia.podbean.com. All 350 plus episodes are up there, and six year over six years of four state stuff is there. So feel free to dive in and boost my numbers. Indeed, and at, as always, you can find me on YouTube. Um, I hate the algorithm, but it's still popular. Um, apparently there's a new podcast feature to YouTube. Um, we'll have to play with that and come back to you all to talk to you more about exactly how that works at some later date. Um, anything else you want to add here, Madman? Oh, uh, no, that's about it. Just stay tuned, uh, for co more content from Sasha and more audio stuff and visual stuff from me. Check out his and stuff. He says he's the most hated YouTuber and podcaster in West Virginia. I doubt that. You know, it's got to be the guy down the street who sleeps with his cousin and kicks the dog. <laughs> uh, I, I try to be the most hated, but uh, that's, again, a story for another time. Maybe uh, uh, not so much next week or the next time we get together to do this, uh, we could get it. Uh, oh, we'll be back Sunday. Yeah, We'll be so, back Sunday, maybe Sunday evening once everything's settled down. Because I know tales from, we'll have tales from four states. Yes, and uh, we may even have some tales while it's occurring. Don't know. Keep an eye. And heck, uh, like I said, I'll have my camera with me, and I'll have uh, my audio stuff with me. So we could do audio stuff. We could do visual stuff. We could 
We got it all. I, I got we'll my cameraman slash boyfriend coming along and the kid's going to be there. So tons of extra hands for cameras and shooting stuff. I know I'm going to be shooting some of my Miss Blobfest entry while I'm down there. So anybody wants to be an extra or stumble in and be an a-hole and ruin some scenes, by all means, please do. Because that's why I'm there. <laughs> Anyways, as always, as we like to say here, um, take scare and creep it real. And unpleasant screams. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the reboot slash repost episode. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, you can always send them my way at our email, which is longcoatmafia at gmail.com, or post them in the uh, the pinned post on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Mafia podcast. All the links are in the description down below. And just to let you know, this is the after show. And with the after show, a lot of what I am about to say or do say uh, is updates, my opinion on everything. Because when they are posted up on our Podbean account, differ slightly at times. So a lot could happen between then and this recording. So 
I'm going to give you a couple of updates or my opinions on those updates as so be it. So just wanted to let you all know that now. All right. Gotcha. No updates, comments, controversial remarks, or et cetera to really mention to you. But wait, hold on. There is something. I lied. Uh, what I pretty much started to say about a minute ago is the stock statement. What you're hearing now is live. It's different. But that's beside the point. I was just seeing if you all noticed. But to continue... If you like the full 2 minute and 30 second outro that I have been using as of late, let me know. If you want it to be shorter, also let me know. And uh, how things fall, I'll make the adjustment in further episodes. Now, as stated, we're currently attending or have attended for State Comic Con 2023. So please stay tuned for... My coverage of the event and possibly Sasha's coverage of the event. We might have two different uh, takes and viewpoints and footage from that event. So visit her YouTube channel, visit my YouTube channel, and stay tuned to where you've been catching these audio programs so that you could hear any interviews and any other type of stuff that we might get from Four State Comic Con 2023. So take care. I'm out. See you next episode. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast.